Welcome into the Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey podcast. Cliff Hirschley here hosting the show with my co-host Mike West, Nick Asbury, and A.T. Hirschley. We're back again for another fun-filled episode where we're going to be funny, we're going to be heartfelt, we're going to be serious, and we're probably going to be a little bit <clears throat> asshole-ish too. Actually, probably a lot asshole-ish. Because that's just kind of how we do things here. Common theme. Yeah, yeah. Um, so really on today's schedule, we're, uh, we're going to talk about the rule changes that we left you guys hanging on a cliffhanger with last episode. We're going to talk about ESPN's top 10 NBA rankings of their players all time. Who's number one on our list? You'll have to wait and find out. We're going to talk about current events and politics going on. And then we're going to wrap it up with the top five video games that influenced us as kids. So with that, let's get right into it and our rule changes. So guys, we've had a week and a half to think about this here. And so what have we come up with? Well, I, I'm, I'm going to start it out, and I think we kind of started to briefly touch on it, and I loved it, was introducing fighting into baseball. And I'm not sure the – I mean, obviously there would have to be slightly different rules from, from hockey – uh, because, you know, your pitcher's not going to come out of the game for five minutes, or, you know. But obviously, I mean, there, there's going to have to be some sort of penalty there. Or or maybe you don't. Maybe you just kick the guy over to first base and the pitcher goes back to the mound. But the pitcher's got to be careful not to be throwing hands with his pitching hands. So I'm sure that managers would never go for any of that just because there's way too much, like, on the line. But I think fighting in baseball would be badass and bulldogging the catcher. And then, you know what, if you get up and the catcher's pissed off, he can whip your ass. That is what it is. But you can fight back. I mean, I, I, I think putting fighting in baseball would add, add some pretty cool cool stuff to the sport. Yeah, I, 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 I'm all for fighting. I just, you know, I worry about people getting hurt, ruining their hands. You know, I, But you love hockey. Yeah, but hockey's and different. Fighting. They've got pads on. No, got, you it, take it, your gloves. They literally yeah, but it's, 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 it's still gloves. different. It's You're different. Not, would you rather hit somebody's face or hit somebody's helmet with your with your with your hand? Well, somebody's face, obviously. One hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Look at your hockey fights. Half the time, yeah, the helmets don't necessarily come do off. Do hockey players get hurt in hockey fights? Yes. Do, when? When do they get? Do they come out of the even, game? Even if they, even the time they come out, they, they come on. They come, come on. out to uh, get a couple stitches and they're right back in. Even come on. Saying, you think, you think a baseball don't get hurt? Not not nearly as, not nearly as often as a baseball player. How do you know? I just, yeah, I know. I, I, I just let's know. throw it out there. Let's test it. I don't agree. You can, with that. you can test it. You can test it. Why don't we just try it? You know what? Let's just try it in single A ball then. All right, fine. Yeah, it's a couple of them dipshits ain't even gonna. I'm make not saying I don't want to see it, but I think you'll see more injuries. You, yeah, I, you, I think you're gonna see more injuries because you're gonna see more injuries. Fighting does with an injury. Hold on, yeah, yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> you're gonna see more injuries because it's gonna have. You're get you'll get an injury. You'll get somebody that's gonna get plump, just knock the fuck out. Good. And that, yeah, well, that's good until it's fucking, you know, it's out of store. Pitcher breaks his hand. No, I'm just kidding. Please, yeah. somebody hey, knock it out. Learn to not throw a punch with your throwing hand. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you're a righty, dude, I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing. I'm sucking. In hockey, man, you're work. taught to fight. I'm In not, baseball, you're not taught to fight. I'm not throwing any kind of, you know, nothing with my left. And it's I'm just really different taught. sports. We, we weren't really taught. We just kind of picked that as we went. Yeah, well, I... I all right, man. All right. I try, I, I try it out in single A yeah. if the minors still exist when this is all over. Yeah, I'd yeah. love to see it. I would love to see it. Oh, though. everybody would love to see it, dude. It, it, that would be some No, ar- no argument there. No Every, argument. Yeah, well, I mean, of course, people are going to get hurt. But newsflash, 
I think people I don't, I don't probably care if people should get hurt. I don't think sports. people get getting paid hurt. millions of dollars, and that's what happens, man. People <laughs> used to watch the fucking gladiators literally kill each other. Yeah. Bitching back then, I understand. we got to clean it up a little bit. I think we said this last time, but just bring yeah. that back. Uh, let's, let, let's get that. I want to see blood and violence in sports. It is what it is. That's why you get paid what you get paid. That's why I pay as much as I pay to see it. What's everybody else got? Uh, for mine, mine's kind of simple, though, going with, with hockey. The first thing you're going to do, you got to take out the uh, the trap right behind the net for the goalies. Let the goalies skate around the puck. And that means don't blow the whistle off the blue line. If your goalie wants to skate the puck all the way up for God knows what reason, let them fucking do it. There should be no stopping them. And at that point, if your goalie is that far out, they're allowed to get fucking trucked. Let them get hit. And guess what's going to happen then? Another big fight. So just let the goalies have a little more freedom with it. <laughs> violence is the answer. You're on the Wiki Wiki Eggs and Wiki Podcast. I mean, the sport's violent enough. Just let it So... I'll move on to a sport that I don't necessarily enjoy, but I know a lot of people like it. It's soccer. Um, I say we shorten up the field because, God, that's way too much running. I'm exhausted watching soccer. I would like it to be more narrow. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, or shorten it, you know, make it a different shape, whatever. Get some more goals going. Shape. Three I mean, teams with a triangle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, make it a circle or something. What, yeah, whatever, man. I don't care. Just We're make it. on a goddamn parallelogram. <laughs> just, just make it tight. Tighten it up. Let's get some goal scoring. And maybe a little more, bit more bumping, maybe a little bit more hitting. Not actually punches, throwing, fighting, but you know, a little bit more bumping and grinding. Well, more, you'd like oh, to see some soccer people fighting. Want some, no, you want some bumping and grinding. The, the problem is yeah. somebody's going to come through with a flying kick to someone's chest and implant their cleats. So, <laughs> two quick rule changes for the NBA, and then we'll go into the NBA rankings. Number one, if you're fouled while shooting a three-point shot, you should have the option of shooting three free throws from the free throw line or one three-point shot to make a three-point, you know, play basically on, on your free throw shot. The second thing is I think when you get down to the end of the game, the thing that bogs basketball up is all the fouls at the end. Fouling, trying to stay in the game. I think after 10 team fouls, the other team automatically gets two points and possession. That way you stop the fouling at the end of the game. Keeps the action fast-paced. And you got to play actual defense, get a steal, or block, or rebound to get the ball back. Those are my two quick fixes for the I, NBA. I, I like that last one a lot. Because like the, it, la- yeah. the last minute of like the NCAA games and like March Madness, that last minute lasts for like 20 minutes. And, 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 and you and you hear that theme song from March Madness like over and over in the last minute. No, 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 Like over and over because everybody's taking a timeout or they're getting fouled. I mean, that's a great song, but I don't want to hear it that much in round one and round two. Yeah, I, I I think, I mean, I like the idea. It would just be, I think you would see a dramatic drop off in points because so there's probably, I bet you there's damn near on average 12 to 14 points of actual com- combined score that goes on in the last minute of a game. How about how much fucking stuff? How about this is. added layer on top of it then? You go from a 24-second shot clock to a 14-second shot clock in the last two minutes of the game. That'd be interesting. I can see I, that actually working for though. for for teams like I think like L.A. and and stuff like that that are aren't so much of perimeter players. I think that'd be much. I think it'd be more difficult for them to to score in a timely manner. In all honesty, because they set they have to set up their offenses where. Like at Golden State, you know, some dipshits running. They chuck a pass. Steph Curry shoots under his legs. 
and then he runs away and he makes right. it. They should build your team a little different. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think you would <laughs> have to. You would have to have like a, a gunner squad almost. Yeah, you'd you have, have to have like a quick shooting squad. Yep, the, the, you just you got to be able you to see a lot more of that college drive one pass. It's it's a drive and a one pass shoot bam bam type shit. I mean, it would have to be quick. Losing ten seconds off, it's that'd be. I like that because exciting, it speeds yeah. up the game, and it would definitely add in a different element. Yeah. I'm excited for sure. Some of the other things people wrote to us about, and their rule changes, was adding a four point line in the NBA. In golf, only being able to use four clubs for a round. Oof. You you would really see a lot of, I, I you would see a lot of golfing skill there. Yeah, I mean, people would start to understand golf a little bit more because I think a lot of people don't understand. That certain clubs are meant for certain shots. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that would be something cool to do. Is almost like a gimmicky type. Yeah, like a Tiger Woods versus you get to play. Yeah, you know, well, they're gonna play a pro somewhere this week. Yeah. Their match, I believe, they're one of the holes. I think each, I think three clubs for one of the holes or something. It's they're doing something like well, that. fuck. I mean, depending on what hole it is, and driver pitching which putter. You know, I mean, Tiger can take <laughs> Tiger can take his pitching wedge and hit it further than my driver. So, I mean. You know, for those guys, it's not a big deal, but it would create a little bit of, oh, man, I only got four clubs to play here. Yeah. What's I, it going to be? I think it would add a little bit more interest in golf. And then the last one that I saw come up this week was the NFL taking the XFL's extra point rules. So, you know, one point, two point, three point, and implementing that. And, and their kickoff rule. That was, so that was, was the kickoff those would be the two one. ones that I wanted yeah. Yeah. So to adapt. Hopefully. The, kick, the kickoff rule is... I mean that was that was amazing. The first time I saw that, I actually tweeted like at the NFL like that like it fucking matters. Yeah, I was like, you, you guys really think they'll ever? I, you know, I think that I think that they're probably going to be more receptive to it because I, I think so. the overall res- response to the kickoff rule was that generally people liked it. Yeah. Um, hell, I think it's more exciting than a regular kick return because it oh, fucking yeah. looks like it's opening up bigger. Oh, yeah. and, I mean, there you know there wasn't a ton of big returns or anything, but I, I thought it added you know they, some interest to the game right. for sure. Yeah. Kind kind of sad that the XFL had to fold under these circumstances. That's such bullshit. It's, yeah, it, yeah. yeah. That sucks, it, it, I think I think they would have definitely better than the AAF or whatever. Than oh, the XFL. I really think was a I think they had a legit that was, that was going to last. I said that from the get go, though. When you bring in a guy like Oliver Luck, I know you're not fucking around. Yeah. I mean, he's not there to dick around. That's well, they, they got two quarterbacks in the NFL now, don't they? PJ Jackson and Tiamo, I know, signed. Yeah, and there's a, there's, a few, yeah, there's probably there. a few like defensive. Yeah, there's some Tiamo signed here in Kansas yeah, City, right? And then uh, uh, PJ, I don't, I don't know PJ Walker signed. I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I'm gonna say Carolina. So yeah, that, that aspect, they got guys. Almost, you know, a second chance. But, I mean, you know, as an avid, you know, lifelong Roughnecks fan, I was happy to see P.J. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> P.J. Walker. Uh, MVP P.J. Walker. Yeah, with Carolina Panthers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, MVP, MVP P.J. Walker, if he's listening out there. That's why, I mean, he put up blatantly the obvious MVP of the league. So, so, thanks for the suggestions on the rule, suggest, on the rule changes. Um, let's, let's move on to the NBA. So, the NBA <laughs> and ESPN have just – Killed it the last five weeks with the last dance and reliving Michael Jordan's career and getting to see the other sides of Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, and Carmen Electra. Holy <laughs> hey, smoke! Hey, you're forgetting something very important, and that is Phil Jackson on acid thinking he's a lion on the beach. Yes, Steve Kerr, Jerry Krause, 
well done. I, I saw the last two episodes average 5.9 million viewers. Huge. So as a result, ESPN's running out their top 100 basketball players of all time, and they get to the top 10. And really, when we looked at this as a group, we didn't see a lot of changes. However, there were some glaring things, I think, that stood out to us. Kobe Bryant was ranked way too low in the ESPN <laughs> ranks. So let, let's let's start. Let's let's give you the top five, and then there's a little bit of a debate between us, but between six and ten, and we can kind of get into that. So as a group, we could not determine LeBron or MJ. It, it was well, there's four of us. They can't do a two-two split. Yeah, split. yeah it was split. it was an even split. Uh, and I'm, I'm not sure. I don't even remember who voted for who at this point. I know I was MJ. You were MJ. Nick and I went MJ. AT and Mike went LeBron. So they are one and one A, and uh, and we would just have to leave it at that. Number three was Kobe Bryant for us. The Mamba mentality was there. The guy had it all. 81 points against the Raptors in 2006. Five titles. He had the big man Shaq, and then Paul Gasol. He definitely didn't do it alone. But Kobe Bryant, number three on our list. Number four and number five, guys, have at it. Um, number four, I think we had Kareem. Yes. Yeah, yeah we, we had Kareem at four. And I think Kareem, you can bounce between four and five, I think. Because then at five, we had Magic Johnson. Yeah, I mean, we, I, this, can't the argue. Top five, the, the top so five. So this is our greatest Lakers of all time. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, really, if you I were mean, a Laker, uh, you're obviously you're pretty, you're pretty a player. Player. No, I mean, like you said, one and two are so interchangeable. Three, I think, was perfect for Kobe. But then you look four and five, and Kareem and Magic, I think, once yeah, they're changed you, you can't argue that top I mean, you can argue the top five, but... Look at Magic. I mean, in the 1980 finals, as a rookie, he's, you know, he's a point guard. He had to play center because Abdul-Jabbar was out with, I think, a foot injury. And, I mean, Magic's a 6'10 point guard. Like, he can play anywhere. Yeah, but he's, he, he's a freak. He, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's the precursor to LeBron in a way. Yeah. He could do I, everything. 100% worth that. And, you know, unfortunately, career cut short due to, you know, an, an, an HIV diagnosis. But in my mind, Magic could have been the greatest of all time had he – you know, been able to play all Absolutely. the way through. And, and, saying, point guard. and then the, the matchups of Hambersburg were some of the best. And and, that, and that's really what brought the NBA back in the 80s because before that point, the NBA was kind of struggling with ratings. Magic and Bird led into Michael, goes right into Kobe and right into LeBron. Those guys, you know, paved the way. So 6 through 10, we had a little bit more disagreement with, um, you know, and – Mike, Mike, you were pretty passionate about it. Why don't you explain kind of where your head's at? Well, six, and I fought for I fought for him to even be higher, and so I'll take six. But Shaq, Shaq is I think he's the most I think he's probably the most unstoppable player of all time. Like if Shaq really wanted to fucking do something, I don't think there's anybody in the world that's gonna stop. Him. See that that's a problem with Shaq. I think Shaq is a little goofy and loses focus a little too I'm easily. Not, I'm, I'm not willing to say that just because he's got all the championships. He's got all the accolades. He's, I mean, the guy's, the guy's an undeniable badass. He's I. I, mean, I he's, agree. I had him on the points. I mean, the rebounds, <laughs> the blocks. He, he's done, and he did Fuck, he did it like a 20-year career. The guy yeah. – and, and being a big man like that and staying healthy, that's a skill that I think a lot of people don't understand either. Yeah, I – so I mean, there's there was so much with Shaq that I think Shaq's the greatest center of all time, period. 
Shaq was definitely a beast, but I think he could have been better than what he was. As crazy as yeah. that sounds, I and, think well, he so, could so have been Kobe. better. Kobe said that. Kobe yeah, said that exactly. he had the same – if Shaq had the same work ethic that Kobe had, he would have been the greatest player to ever play the game. And I don't deny that. Yeah. No. That's why I'm but, saying – Fuck, how much more of a work – I'm sure that the – that motivating yourself at seven foot two, three hundred and sixty pounds is a little bit different than working out at six six two twenty. Like I'm sure there's probably only so far you can push yourself at that point. I can't deny. I, I he probably pushed himself as far as he thought he could go, and he stayed healthy his whole career. So I'm not one to argue against it. I yeah, just, that, I, I, I think Shaq's, Shaq's, Shaq's fucking not, amazing. That's one of my nothing against Shaq. Shaq is an all around beast, but I I do think. Like he's, like he said, he could have been better. Like maybe, something. maybe, but I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe this guy had nothing left to give. Maybe, and if maybe he had worked harder, who's to say he doesn't get fucking hurt? And one of the things I put into it was, you know, not only their on the court production, but their off the court, you know, uh, reaction. You know how much they got. And you look at a guy like Shaq, a guy that got a lot of endorsement deals. You know, influenced the game. So a lot of kids wearing Shaquille O'Neal jerseys. You know, the guys, uh, I always remember the Shaq Nestle Crunch. I want a crunch ball. Oh, Shaq's a one-of-a-kind. Yeah. yeah He's I mean, a one-of-a-kind. And, and, and a dominant center. And a know. rapping genie. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Moving on to seven. Uh, seven, we had, we had Larry Bird. Larry Legend. Larry Legend. <laughs> I mean, you're looking three-time champ. The white Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, that's perfect. That's... Thank you for that one. No, I mean, three-time champ, two-times final MVP. Bird's going to be in your top ten. All right, so who's eight? Eight, we had Julius Irvin. Dr. J. Dr. J. Dude, playing him on NBA Street was one of the highlights of my youth <laughs> and not one of my top five video games to talk about later. But Dr. J, so smooth, so silky around the net. And uh, a guy that's, I think, underrated overall in NBA. That's why I always make sure to fucking put him in my top ten. Like That's somebody that (laughs) never – every time I talk top tens to people, nobody's ever like, Julius Irvin. But if you pay attention to literally like every NBA fucking basketball player of all time, they will always put Dr. J in their top ten. I just think he was overshadowed a little bit with the guys who was playing around him, you know, in the league at that time. Playing for the Sixers, so yeah, 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 I, I, I like anybody's got that smooth swagger, dude. He's I mean, one of the guys just, that doesn't have multiple championships that I'm willing to put in the top ten. Yeah, exactly. That's that's and that's a big thing to me. I think he gotta have him. So but nine. Nine Wilt Wilt the Still. Wilt the Still. <laughs> Another guy on NBA Street. Volume two. That guy is a guy too that I think could have gone much higher. Probably probably should be higher. But you got to look at the level of competition. Go I mean, right yeah, now. If you want to talk about go right now and, and go Google the 1961 NBA All-Star. <laughs> and I promise you, you're going to recognize like fucking three people from that, that team. Exactly. And, 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 and guess what? They were all about six fucking three. And they had about 22-inch <laughs> verticals. Just like me. <laughs> we, sh- we You know. And, 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 and he's out there. I mean, you're talking about a guy that averaged – over his career, I think he finished at like 30 points, 20 rebounds, 30 points, 22 rebounds-ish uh, a game. 30 points, 22 rebounds. Yeah. Cool. Okay, he's right, right on, right? But he averaged 50.4 points a game one season. For an entire season, 50 points a game. And I think there's a season in there that he averaged 30 rebounds a game. 
So I'm saying, like, he could be much higher, and he probably should be. Let's not forget. But right, plug in Shaq. You know, that's fine. But also, can't forget the hundred point game. Oh yeah, right. he's guys. We're talking top ten here. All right, this there's got to be a debate. Okay, <laughs> is, this, is this the nice? So, 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 yeah. Game. So I pulled up the sixty one All Star game just to see who was on the rosters, and I I remember seven. So you're, I mean, you're good. I mean, like you pull like, a two thousand four All Star game. I know all of them. Right? Yeah, that's well, it, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, and you has a mind that can't be explained. So, so you remember Oscar you should... Robertson, a guy who I oh, would have argued for I to be in the top. Yeah, I, I, I think we've had him just outside our top. Bob Pettit, Elgin Baylor, hugely underrated guy. Jerry West, the yeah. freaking logo <laughs> for the NBA. <laughs> Will Bob Cousy mm-hmm. and uh, Bill Russell. Yeah, yeah, but this is an All Star game. And we recognize seven. Yeah. Dude, who the fuck is Dolph Shays? <laughs> how, how big is Dolph Shays? Dolph Shays. All right, I'm pulling up. Uh, six one, 140 pounds. No. Uh, uh, six eight, two twenty. Oh, well, hell, he's huge. Right he sounds like a tight end. Career average, 18.5 points and 12.1 well, rebounds. Hell, all right. 38% field goal shooter. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shooting, I'm literally fucking pulling him off the court. A 12-time off, he's a Hall of Famer. I've never even heard of this guy. <laughs> do you know Do you know how, how bad it shoots? So he's he shoots 38% and scoring damn near 20 points a game. I this guy's taking like fucking 30 shots to score 20 I've, I've got little leaguers who shoot better than 30 I'm whooping his ass, dude. <laughs> you better put the fucking ball down, bud. You be, oh, I'd be so pissed. His, shooting the, his, oh, his player down. efficiency rating is a 22. Uh, LeBron, for comparison, his player efficiency rating is a 27.5. MJ's Holy got the tops at 27.91. But oh. it's hard to get, you know, incremental full points on that. Just, oh, just yeah. ask him. Dolph Shays, I'm sorry. I don't know you. You're yeah. a 12-time All-Star. I hope you All-NBA. No way. <laughs> this no. guy, this dude, around. This dude <laughs> is <laughs> dead. <laughs> Before oh, we switch to number 10, there's one other stat about Wilt that... Uh, he said no. Yeah, he died. He died. Oh, my God. Oh, I would have felt really bad if he was still living. <laughs> there's Ooh. one Wilt stat that we, we got him by five about, years. I mean... Nick's got a Wilt stat. Wilt stat that doesn't get talked about. Did he really sleep with 20,000 women? That's the river with Wilt. Chuck Norris calls that a slow Tuesday. You know, Let's I, think, I think that he got... That's I think he has. That's, that's bad. <laughs> okay, and I think I think Will Chamberlain had fifty-five rebounds in a game once. Yeah, yeah, in is a playoff game, I think. Is that the record? Yeah, I'm pretty I mean, sure. So uh, that's, our, that's so, our number nine. <laughs> so if 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 Wilt slept with twenty thousand women at the time he made that comment at the age of fifty-five, and if he started at age fifteen, that works out to roughly one point four women a day. So, according to close friends, Wilt Chamberlain loved threesomes. Just saying. So, maybe he did get there. So, he was banging a regular chick and a midget daily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one four. Uh, one four. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think that number's a little high, but, uh, Could you, you know. you imagine what Wilt Chamberlain fucking a midget would look like? <laughs> Can we just talk about that for a second? Oh no, we god. can't. Let's move on to number 10. <laughs> I mean, oh my god. Number, number 10. Recent with uh, Tim Duncan. Yeah, you know, we the we all fundamental. We all didn't quite agree on Tim Duncan, but I, I thought he should have been in the top ten. That's just he's a guy. He's, Duncan, he's so boring. He, yeah, he's just he's that's, boring to death with like, like a thirty point seventeen rebound. When, when, when I'm talking to my my players, I, I I tell them to look up Tim Duncan, and most of them don't even know who the hell he is because they're like ten years old. But he's just he's 
who you want your kid to to watch to learn how to play basketball. Yeah, I mean, and, and you win five championships with Popovich and Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili and, and the Admiral, the Admiral David Robertson. That dude was a jack. Robinson, did I say Robertson? I meant Robinson. Sorry, Robinson the Admiral. Yoked. Dude, and Robinson <laughs> is an underrated scary. player. But Tim Duncan probably wouldn't have been in my top ten. I could have seen, like, Oscar Robertson right. or, yeah. you know, or uh, – we, yeah, we had we had three or four guys yeah, right yeah. on the outside looking in. I mean, it, it's tough to. Chris Bosh was up there. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Scalabrini's the guy. Aaron Haynes. I mean, they're all. They're yeah, all Brian Scalabrini. guy didn't even make the top one hundred. Who was that? Eric Snow. Eric Snow. Uh, Eric oh. Snow. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, Eric Snow should not. Eric Snow's bad. Brian Scalabrini at number fourteen, just where it should be. Hundred percent. I, I white mama. always loved Scalabrini just because of the white mama. Oh, absolutely. Like, like yeah. did you guys ever see? There was like a video of him like a few years back playing in this like it, it's like an advanced rec league, and he was just whooping the shit out of regular. <laughs> I mean, hitting like corner threes, reverse dunks. That's like awesome. he was beating the shit out of these guys, or, just like average Joe's. That reminds me of like Billy Butler playing in those rec softball leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Lillard, 72nd. It was top 74 was, was their listing. Hmm. Tony Parker was 70. Meh, okay. Pistol Pete Maravich, I thought, was underrated at 68. Well, Pistol Pete, I, I don't – I have a hard time saying that he's underrated just because he got hurt so much. But I, I fucking love Pistol Pete. And somebody was asking me that the other day, like who I thought like the top five like shooting guards were of all time or something. And uh, I, I mentioned Pistol Pete just because I, I think he's a badass player, man. The guy could score, but he just had shit knees. And yeah, that's what it is. I, I mean, and um, we left guys off like Carl Malone after the last dance documentary. Dude, mad respect for Carl yeah, Malone. Yeah. The dude was a baller. John Stockton, his running mate, also a baller. There, the only guy that looks like a 42 year old insurance agent out there balling <laughs> in Salt Lake City. There, there's some yeah. guys who are still currently playing who are close. I mean, uh, Steph Curry and KD were on there. They were close to the top ten. I like KD a lot. I, I like KD yep. up there. Steph Curry, I love Bill I think Russell. He's got to be up there. Yeah, Bill I Russell. I mean, if you were going strictly off off rings, Bill's obviously up there. Right, on. right. Um, you know, there there's a lot of guys that that we could argue for. Hell, I flirted with Tracy McGrady, but he was injury prone and. It just didn't make sense to put another one of those swagger guys. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, dude, I had a pair of T Macs. <laughs> you had the T Macs, you were a coup. Dude, T Mac <laughs> was my dog. Vince, no, Vince Carter's not up there, but I love Vince Carter too. I fucking love Vince Carter. Vince Carter is the man. Anyway, so let us know what you thought of our rankings. If you had something different, we, we want to hear. It. Did we leave somebody off completely? Did we miss talking about somebody? I mean, Allen Iverson? Eh? Is that's it, you know that's my uh, is, but he's is, is he not, not Kevin two. Garnett like I Paul Pierce I can't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was the guy who Paul Pierce coming out years later like oh, I shit my pants that's why I had to get carried off yeah Paul Pierce he, so anyway as you're sitting there hopefully not getting food poisoning from pizza delivered by five delivery guys think about our list if you had something different or if you agreed with us send us a note on Facebook or on Twitter at the Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey Podcast. We'll be back to talk politics here shortly.
Welcome back into the Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey podcast, where, guys, the, the story that's really sweeping the nation at this point is the murder of or killing of Ahmad Arbery um, in Georgia. I guess it's been a few weeks ago now, um, being chased down by two men, uh, two armed white residents of a coastal South Georgia neighborhood, and no arrests were made initially. The police have since arrested Gregory McMichael and his son Travis McMichael and charged them with murder and aggravated assault. Guys, we've all seen the video on this. Where do you, where do you fall on this? Made, it honestly made me fucking sick to my stomach to watch, man. I didn't. I couldn't even watch, in all honesty, like all of it. As soon as he like, you, you can tell that he's just like got like nothing left in the fucking tank and falls. I'm out. Like I, I just fucking closed the whole video out. I couldn't. I couldn't continue to watch it. It, it was. The fact disturbing. is, if that video doesn't make you sick, then you're not human. Something is definitely wrong with you because that that was just <laughs> not right. Yeah, I mean, in so was, many ways, and that's putting it mildly. That was hard to watch. Like I, the first time I started to pull it open, started to watch it, and I mean, it, it made me sick watching it. I couldn't finish it. Yeah, I mean, this this is just uh, best case scenario. These two guys are vigilantes. Worst case is, and this is where I'm starting to fall, is that these guys are murderers. I don't care that this guy had a hammer or that he was allegedly jogging in khaki pants and work boots, or that he'd stolen tools, that does not give you a reason to kill this guy. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't, I, like, I don't no. give a shit about any, any of the excuses that are being like yeah, they, thrown out there. Like, okay, cool, uh, you still can't just murder a guy. Yeah, like, uh, like, wasn't the dad like basic a, stuff. A, a retired police officer or investigator or something he, he was, like that? He was an old prosecutor or something yeah, like it, that. I, I think he was actually it, he, more, on the, more on the court side of things is, is what I took from it, because... A lot of prosecutors I read were not taking the case and citing it to be like right. a, a conflict of interest because they had some connection to the man. These two guys thought they were above the law and they and they <laughs> just wanted to take matters in their own hands. And and, th- and this is this is something where again this this doesn't this doesn't help any relation in America in a time when you're when we're extremely divided into 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 left and right. Um, you know this 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 does not help any of that. And it, it really, it doesn't help the case, you know, for, for Second Amendment rights, where, you know, for, for all of us sitting around this table, we are true believers in the Second Amendment. But when you've got dumbasses like these two going out and shooting an unarmed black man, that, 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 is, a, that is an incredibly just, bad look, and it's an incredibly wrong decision to do so. Um, you know, when, when, when this shooting happened back in February... Um, you know, it didn't get a, a lot of news, but now it's, I mean, it's all over the place, and and and, and these guys deserve to be punished for this. Um, you know, if, if if you haven't seen the video and, and you can stomach it, you, you need to go watch it. And there are going to be people out there that are going to take both sides of this. Well, you know, he he was allegedly you know stealing tools or whatever. But as Mike said, is that really the the correct response? Is is to shoot well, this man? Yeah, these guys weren't police officers. It's not their job to go to go Dude, find this out. I mean, it's like the people that are fucking saying that like, oh, it was carrying around a hammer. I was carrying around a hammer like fucking white dude the other day did it as a social experiment. He grabbed a fucking thirty-two inch TV and ran around in jeans and a fucking hoodie. Around a neighborhood, and didn't get stopped once, and ran for like fucking an hour. Oh, and people stop and say hi to him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 you know, it's like fucking around. You know, like not even a big deal. But this guy's running around with a TV. And, I mean, and you, you you see, you hear shit like that, and you see shit like that. It's fucked up, man. And, and I mean, a lot of shit has to change. And I think, I think that 
you know, we're going to have to a lot. Of, I mean, it's going to take a lot of people from our side, you know, and I'm saying our side, meaning like white people are going to have to step up and join in on this and, and support the fuck to not be hunted down like animals, man. And, I mean, it's fucked up, man. And the time that this video came And this out, is something that comes out on video where I can assure you a lot of the shit that happens like this, when it happens, if it happens, whatever, doesn't get captured on video. And sure as shit doesn't get fucking released to the media. I mean, however this video came out, is thank fucking God it did. Because at least we know, and we know who they are, and we can punish them. Well, and the worst part is, you know, this video coming out... You know, a lot of us saw in the middle of all we've been stuck at home in quarantine. At a time where, as a nation and as a, a people, we need to all be together and all kind of stand strong together. And you have something like this that you see the video of going around, and it's hard for everybody to it, stay united. It's ignorant hate. That's it what is. it is. Two things. Two things are true about our country. Number one is that we are the greatest country that has ever existed. And I will defend that until the day I die. Agreed. There are people that disagree with that. <clears throat> Number two, we can be better, and we need to be better on race in this country. Obviously, we have a terrible history with it. We had slavery up until the 1800s. We had Jim Crow up until the 1960s. And we still have racism that runs rampant through this country today. It may not be as prevalent as it once was, but it is still an issue. And I think the proper way to handle this is through education. We need to educate people on what makes us different does not make us lesser than someone else. What makes us different makes us unique and, in a way, makes us equals. Because when you look at how our founding fathers wrote their documents, all men are created equal by their creator. doesn't list a color in that. Now, those men were slave owners. I'm not going to defend their decision to own slaves. At the time, the question of slavery being brought up would have ruined the, the revolutionary alliance between the colonies. So it was something that they determined, whether rightly or wrongly, didn't need to be brought up at that time. Now, we fought a civil war. 635,000 people died in that war for not only to keep the United States together, but for freedom from slavery. We've worked. We've worked at it. We can continue to get at it. This shows me we've still got a ways to go. But we are still the greatest country and the best suited, I think, in the world to make this better. Because we are a land of freedom and opportunity. And we should be a land of freedom and opportunity for everybody, not for the select few. It, it's disheartening to me to see things like this happen. And I, I know there's more that goes on daily. Um you know, I'm sure you see it in, in your own lives in some way, um, but but we've we've got to fix it, and that, that that's where I'm going to leave it. Yeah, I mean, there there are evil people in this country, but I think there is more e or more good than evil, and I think we can continue to turn this around. Um, our generation, I think, understands it a little bit more, and generations to come will continue to understand that everyone is created equal. And there's no gray area there. Yeah, I mean, I would That's hope so, the especially way for, for our generation. And you look back, you and I have had this talk before. We're in our 20s, and look at all we've had to go through already in our time with, um, you know, wars. And we dealt with, you know, we dealt with this coronavirus and this lockdown and all this stuff that we've dealt with that I think on the backside can help us be better and help us grow and help us, you know, just understand things. 
And it's up to us to keep that growth going, keep getting people, you know, to, to see it that way. And, you know, we kind of, we're the generation that's going to set that stage. And I, I mean, I, I think I think you got it right. I generally think that there is more good than there is evil in the world. Absolutely. The thing that I think evil has on good is evil has more balls than good does. E- e- yes. evil, evil will act more than good. Yes. And that's the problem. I mean, I, I'm not... Like, I'm not going to be the fucking guy that goes out there and leads the charge, but if if there is some kind of legitimate effort towards this, like, yes, I, I 100% want to be involved, but I, I, there's, I mean, I don't see kind of, like, any kind of organization or anything around Kansas City, but maybe I just don't see it. Like, I don't know, but I don't see anybody sharing it on my Facebook, and I'm pretty fucking active on social media. I just don't see anything like that in my city, and, but... You know, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that a lot of the good people just say, they like, stay, I, you know. They stay in the shadows. Yeah, they, they're, 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 just, they're just too worried about going out there because what if nobody follows you? Well, yeah, I, I, I think like, like you said. Like you I mean, said. I know people would follow me if, you know, I went and fucking opposed, you know, this. And, I I mean, obviously, if I saw it, what? I would I would speak to it. Right. I would. And, what and, what if you're supposed to be that person though? And you well, don't yeah. Know. I mean, if I but if I see it, you know, I'm going to act. Like if I saw somebody, if if I saw racial injustice happening, like I will fuck you up. I'm one of those people. So like if I if I saw a racial injustice happening, I would I'd probably end up having to fucking kill somebody. I mean, when I'm out of this house, I've got my fucking sidearm with me, and if shit got dicey. And that's where it would get. But I'm telling you that I, I would do something if I ever saw it. We've got work to do, obviously. Yes. And so it, it'll be interesting to see how this, this plays out, this court case plays out as we get further along the months and years down the road when these two gentlemen are tried and, you know, in, in my mind, convicted. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. That's the way the legal system works in this country. But, I mean, I, I think you have to convict these guys. But... We'll, we'll find out. I got a couple other quick political notes before we take a break. So, you know, I was really excited on the last episode because Justin <laughs> the Mash jumps in the race as the first libertarian in congressional history, and he's already dropped out. Yeah, what the fuck? Well, That's just just me, you know? want, want, want. Yeah. But it's all right. So, you know what? At least, you know, he he got the name out there. At least they know what the fuck. There's at least some one of one of us. They're like, yeah, there's some dipshit. And now hopefully there. he can win his congressional race this fall it's, and, you know, build the Libertarian Party up for 2024. Now there's absolutely no shot there will be a Libertarian or any third party on the debate stage with Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Absolutely no way. I mean, for God's sakes, Vernon Supreme is now <laughs> second in the Libertarian Party. Hell yeah, votes. brother. It's it's minimum, but it is progress. It, it is progress, and is progress. if if you ain't moving forward, you're moving backwards. So at least we're going right. in the right direction. Right. Um, the you know the the campaign trail continues to heat up. Sounds like the Republicans may have an actual in person convention in Charlotte this year, depending on how coronavirus plays, plays out. The Democrats, wah, 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 sounds like they're <laughs> going to have a virtual convention. It sounds kind of lame to me, but. You know, maybe Joe Biden can get to bed early and have us warm. Been, no, dude, I can't really wait quiet. for fucking Biden to like be on a fucking a vid, like a digital thing. That's what I'm saying. He's gonna look like Mike McCarthy on yeah, the right up there in the oh, screen, yeah. just I, fogging up the lens because he's breathing on well, it. Right after all of this whole uh, lockdown started, I remember there was the the clip of him going out on his laptop, giving a little update, and 
honestly, he looked lost. I don't think he'd ever seen a computer. Um, and I'm pretty sure he did that just to let people know he was actually still alive. Yeah, he's we been, haven't heard from him for a while now, so I'm starting to wonder. Yeah, he's been uh, quiet. Nabs, so. This technology age is not yeah, we're gonna get. I swear, <laughs> watch, in like two weeks, Pelosi's going to be out there looking like a bag of shit. He's just going to be like, Joe Biden died three months ago. We just didn't tell anybody. I'm waiting, for, I'm waiting for hologram Joe Biden somewhere up on the stage. I, like, can't, I can't wait. Still sniffing there. So when they, they get to the point in the convention where they nominate Joe Biden and it goes to a camera screen of him and he's like stirring Metamucil in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> and like eating a prune. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be governor, guys. Or whatever he's going to say. Yeah, whatever the fact is. Who knows what he's going to say. We're, we're, we're only about five and a half months out from election day. And, uh, you know, the... The campaign rages on virtually yeah. at this point. I think, yeah, I think it's been kind of overlooked. You think obviously. we're going to be voting? Like, really voting? We should be. I mean, we have everybody's I, out now, man. I mean, just do it. Like, like if we, if you can safely go to Home Depot and Walmart, then I can go vote. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with that. I just they're talking about all these mail-in ballots and stuff like that. That just that just sounds That's, like a bad idea yeah. to me, man. Like, I'm I mean, just, you think uh, if the recounts already have to deal with? Imagine with that. And Russian collusion, you know. I can already hear. I can already hear. Yeah, the, oh, the Russians triggered votes. And the winner's not the winner. Because I'll tell you one thing. I, I there's going to be a truck of ballots going missing. Yeah. Like, like, I just hope they don't do, like, digital voting or some shit. Like, I don't want that. That That has potential. We need to get me. out there. We, we need to go vote oh, at our local I, church or whatever the hell you Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't do think. So, see, the thing so is, so right, I, I, I think, I think yeah. more people would, would participate in a digital voting. I think you would. Oh, I, I, look I, at American I, Idol. I think, oh, my God. I think you would have the numbers. But I think that dramatically shifts who ends up in office. I mean, fucking brutally shifts it. Well, I think if you have both options. Oh, look, I don't know, man. Look, you still got to register as a voter, and I can assure you that there's some lazy motherfuckers look, out there that I, wouldn't do that. The stats will tell you on general elections, Republican voters turn out more than Democratic voters. And in midterms, Democratic voters turn out a little more. I mean, it's it, it's just how it works. You get you get more men that come out and vote in general elections. Men are typically Republicans. I think that a digital election flips that on its fucking head. It could. Oh, it absolutely That's my could. Thing. I think possibly could. I think there's more Democrats in this in this country than there are Republicans. Agreed. I think that. I generally believe that. I just think you get more turnout from Republican I'm, voters because we legitimately give a shit. I'm not disagreeing with you, but why do you think that? Oh, because I just. I'll just revert back to when I was a Democrat. I was a lazy motherfucker, dude. I didn't vote. I was a Democrat because I want, I love all the Democratic friends. I loved them. I, okay, I didn't have any money. I was paying for school, whatever. Right. Of course I want free school and free shit and don't have to pay for anything. That sounds awesome to you yeah. when you're in that situation. But when you're in a situation like I'm in now where I'm making good money and, I, and I'm in a business that thrives on an economy... Like, of course I want the I, fucking economy to be great, think, and the Republican Party is the party that will build that up. I think there probably is more Democrats in this country. Uh, 100% but people care I, more about their social but, freedoms than they do their financial freedoms. But I think Republicans stay <clears throat> on the back end of things more. They're not you on social media. Republicans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, not, they're not involved with all that stuff. I don't, I, you just don't hear from Republicans more. So I see why you would definitely think that there's... Way more Democrats. Especially if you went to a digital vote. Could you imagine all the people that you see that are bitching? Right. I'm, right. Well, I'm, I'm not saying Republicans don't know how to use a computer. I'm, 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 I'm saying, saying that 
they're not saying that there is stay, a, a, they, a lot of they Republicans keep their, that probably don't. I, they keep their opinions held for. I bet you there's I a gigantic... And you can look at the media and see that. I do think it's plausible that there is a silent majority in America that is... Um, That's what I'm getting re- Republican, um, you know, people that just kind of mind their own business. I mean, you think about the rural areas of South Dakota, Kansas, Oklahoma. Those people don't have a lot of internet well, access or... I think those exact people are, that you're talking about are a reason why Trump won. They, well, it, it, the reason Trump won is because... Those people that voted for Ronald Reagan in the 80s that were um, blue-collar Democrats, they came out and voted for Donald Trump because he is a guy that, you know, for whatever reason, can relate to them in, you know, they're blue-collar, they're hardworking, you know, in auto industries and the Rust Belt. Um, you know, that, that, that's why he won because he resonates with them. Um, and and, and those, those people will come out and vote for him again. Uh, absolutely. You know, whether, yeah, absolutely. Whether Biden can swing any of those it w- remains to be seen. Yeah, I think Trump walks away with this thing, but I, I, I really do. I, I'm worried about an age where we start voting digitally because I really think that that's when you start giving. Uh, going to vote is the act of going to vote, I think, is is the process itself. And if you're not willing to, that's what it comes down to. Oh, it just I don't know, all those people that say, like, my vote doesn't really count. Like, bullshit, you're just too fucking lazy to get up before Man, work I, and go vote. That's my honest I, opinion. If I didn't vote, I would be sick to my stomach. Well, yeah, but you know those fucking people. Exactly. And that's what the reality exactly. is. It's not that you don't think your vote doesn't count. You're just too fucking lazy to go vote. If voting was as simple as logging into an app and pressing your candidate's name and hitting submit, everybody would fucking do I it. Just, I feel so patriotic <clears throat> on the day, dude. I just, yeah, and I, that's, I, why I, that's why I don't ever want to go to that. Yeah. Because I am more patriotic than those motherfuckers that don't vote. I am more American than them. And that's how I feel. If you're not doing your fucking duty, then I'm more American. It's going to be interesting. (laughs) Five and a half months out, we'll be right back. We're going to talk about our top five video games that each of us enjoyed growing (laughs) up as kids and teenagers. You're on the Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey podcast. Welcome back to the final segment of the Wakey Wakey Eggs and Bakey podcast where, guys, we've been brainstorming some excellent ideas for things in the future for you guys. Episode 10 is going to be a big milestone for us. We've got some cool stuff coming Epic. soon. We're on episode... It's me. Take that how you want, but... Guys, the cameras aren't that high, Dev. We're really wanting to make things really wanting to make things big for you guys and keep you guys entertained. Please, please share the page. We want more likes and follows so we can expand our reach, taking over the world to make you laugh. And so, guys, guys, I've seen this going around social media today. We've got it on the Facebook page. What were the five most important video games to you throughout your youth and teen years? No curating to look cool or interesting, please. So I'll go first. And really, the, the game for me that really uh, I felt rebellious as a kid was Grand Theft Auto 3. Being able to get that game to trick my mom and dad, actually got my grandparents to buy that game for me. To play that and to have my two younger brothers watch me play that was amazing. <laughs> I learned more about life in Grand Theft Auto 3 than a lot of other things. Why is that car rocking? I don't know. I found out. 
Um, you know, <laughs> picking up hookers at ten. Hell yeah! You know, just the the missions and the, the zany things that happened in that game and the games after that. Really, that 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 was a tipping off point for me. The NCAA football series has always been near and dear to my heart, and I wanted to come back because I love the dynasty mode. And I would all I would always start off as an offensive coordinator at the Air Force Academy, and I would try and get the Air Force Academy to a big bowl, and then I would take a head coaching job at a small college. And then I would go to a big college. That was just kind of the thing I liked. I did that with the basketball games too. The dynasty mode's always been my favorite mode. The road, the the road to the Heisman mode was awesome. Road glory, road, road to glory. glory. <laughs> that was great. And then you could take your college player and transfer it over to Madden in the draft. Those were huge memories for me as a kid. And I, I really want those games to come back. Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic. The first one and the second one, but the first one was, I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. So being able to play, um, to create your own Jedi and make them whatever you wanted to be, whether you wanted to be an ultra evil Sith or an ultra good Jedi, though, oh man. And, and all, yeah, and all the characters you could customize and have around you, you could have romantic relationships with them, you could, you know, piss them off, you could whatever you wanted. That was huge for me as a Star Wars fan. The original Red Dead Redemption. I'm not ashamed to admit I cried at the end of that game when John Marston died. <laughs> and Mike is now laughing. I mean, I was, I was still young and impressionable, but I, I felt a connection to John Marston. I've always been really into the Western category. I like old Western films. And to see him die at the end, if you haven't played the game, sorry, big spoiler. Um, but the game by now, go find yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it. You don't want a video game. Honestly, you, you, you hate life. Uh, it was an excellent storyline, and the sequel, which is actually a prequel, is really good as well. And the last one, and simply for the fact of how competitive it is, is Mario Kart. I mean, playing it on the N64 and playing the, the Yoshi's Valley map, where you could like take different turns, the thing stuck with me forever in the Donkey Kong level, and... Just, I, I mean, I personally, I, I like to play with Wario. He's a heavier guy, so he's harder to bump off. And yeah, and we broke some controllers. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> and then going on playing like doubles dash on the GameCube, and to, now my son's got Mario Kart on the Switch, and it's just just a game that stood the test of time. And I'm, I'm really, uh, I mean, th those are my five. There's there's others I left off the list, and, and I, I do want to say Mario Kart was my mom's favorite video game. Just of note, like she fucking loved that. It was the only game that I can ever remember my mom ever playing. And I remember that we used to actually, the N64 was in my room. And they, I mean, my own parents would kick me out of my own fucking room. <laughs> and they'd be playing N64 against each other. I mean, I remember this. Like, being their little bitch, too. I'd have to, like, run downstairs and make them a Pepsi and shit. Like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. I, I remember these things. Man, I just of note, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and go into my top five. Um, Cliff, being my older brother, <laughs> got me introduced to Grand Theft Auto 3 when I was probably like six or seven. <laughs> I was never allowed to play, but I could watch, which makes no sense. But Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Mom and Dad. Great parenting there. Um, what does the GTA stand for? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So next, I'll go with get uh, those A's. <laughs> <laughs> next, I'll go with uh, Tony Hawk Underground. Oh, what a classic! That uh, 
And obviously, they just announced a reboot. I'm so excited. That they're was going a great game. Over, over Pro Skater? It, it, they're doing the Pro Skaters. They're rebooting yeah, 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 that's Yeah, right, right. They're going Underground over Pro Skaters? Yep. yep. I always yeah. liked Underground. Underground, underground was the best one, for sure. Yeah, I even bought a skateboard. I, I could all The thought so. of that now yeah. is so comical. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I can't skateboard. One of the other games, this was a this was a game everybody could play. Raw vs. SmackDown 05. That Absolutely. was a classic game. Absolutely. You, know, you just beat the shit out of each other in a video. Yeah, you get all throwing Undertaker into a chain best, fence best or off a steel gate. That is the best wrestling game that ever came out. Great one. Uh, moving on, I also had NCAA football on there. A lot of memories with that. I remember, I think it was 05. I had I got an Xbox and I got NCAA for Christmas and I, I was a Kansas State fan and I was playing with Darren Sproles and I remember that and that is imprinted in my mind. I love that football game. Um, and the last one is one that most people don't have, but it introduced me to a whole different kind of game was the Fable series. I really enjoyed playing those, the decision making. You could be evil, you could be good, you could I mean, you could literally grow freaking horns if you were a bad guy, which obviously I was going to be a bad guy. Dude, Fable was bad ass, You could get man. ladies yeah. pregnant. You could get STDs. You could do anything. <laughs> that, game. that game was epic. I mean, it really... I see the common theme here with the, uh, the Hershey Brothers face. <laughs> the second one, you had the dog. I remember that. That was cool as hell. Yeah, like, it, it was just great game. Great games. I like, I like the list. That's, that's pretty solid listing. All right, we're going to go with the... To start mine out, I had to go with the one that came with the original Xbox, and that was Halo. The first Halo Combat Evolved. I spent so many hours on that game, just the campaign going through. I'd sit there and play my dad 1v1. It didn't usually go so well for me at the time, but I think now it'd be a little bit different. Uh, number two, NHL 94. The old blue ice, because the graphics were so bad. <laughs> Had the blue eyes, a little star icon. I still play that at DraftKid. They've got the... The, the stick... Oh, yeah, yeah. the arcade version. <laughs> uh, I mean, the last couple of NHL games have had the NHL 4... Or the NHL 94 controls where you hit one button to shoot it. and It, it brings me back to some old love. That's how um, I used to play. <laughs> yeah, that's how Mike plays... Uh, play NHL Then Then going to the game that kind of brought me into the whole multiplayer and play online was... It was, I mean, Halo 2 was up there, but then Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. I mean, those were the, I think, kind of what brought Call of Duty back. You know, we had the old games that were fun for their campaign, but this one had the campaign. It had the multiplayer. You know, it was, just, it was a good time. Um, any of the Super Mario games, uh, whether it be Mario Party or Super Mario Brothers, they were always, I mean, those are the classics. That's what we had. And then one a little off the wall for me was uh, Spyro the Dragon. <laughs> I, uh, I spent a lot that was of time. Only PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I spent a lot of time with Spyro, and then unfortunately after that, I never had a PlayStation again. It's been Xbox since, so <laughs> I, uh, I kind of miss Spyro. I played the Spyros. I fucked with those, dude. I, like, I, I, I remember beating them. Like you go all the way through. One thing that kind of always disappointed me about the Spyro game, though, like this fucking guy doesn't get to like. Into, I know we never like, get a cooler like, fucking dragon. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Uh, early you need to be like a big motherfucker at the end, dude. Like I could bounce a dragon to the head. To. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, I was just a little bitch dragon. Well, time. see, early early quarantine, know, well, dude. Well, AT and I have been home together the entire time. We've had a lot of time to play some video games, so we were kind of looking through one day. All the games are on sale on Xbox, and I saw a couple of Spyro games, but they just they weren't the old classics. It just wasn't the same. Right. So I had to pass up, like. 
Tony Hawk's was a good one though. I, I I can't wait for those remastered. So mine, I had to think of games that I actually like played as a child, obviously, because that was like part of it. Like yeah. The Witcher was like a big game for me, like probably later. I, I, yeah. yeah, as an adult. But I'm telling you, I put in like hundreds of hours of gameplay on The Witcher. Love that game. Love it. But I digress. I'll talk about games that I played as a child. So games that I played as a child that molded me, how I feel, how, how I am as a person. We'll start with Grand Theft Auto 3. Um, for some people out there that know me, obviously GTA 3 and my personality would, would, would go fucking hand in hand. So oh, no, uh, I, I think people can see that coming. College football was fucking huge. And I always loved just like starting with KU was my team always. But turning them into a powerhouse was always so much fun for me. I would I would always just try and get like all the five star recruits that you can. Like man, that was that was like the best fucking feeling in the world was when you could start getting all these badass recruits. But then I would take those and I would I would import the draft classes of like my actual players over to my Madden files, and then so I would continue on and I would mainly just draft my fucking guys. But it would kind of suck because once you get there, it's like all your guys were so badass that they're all like first round draft picks. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. But I mean, you know how you've been able to get the draft picks. You got to get them. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I move on to Call of Duty. I played so much fucking Call of Duty just like with the boys growing oh, up. Yeah. I, I'm saying, I'm going to say childhood. I'm going to include my high school years just so I can get the, the you know, the, the shit. Mario Kart I put on there just for my time with the family. Like I remember that. Just, I don't know, that was a big game for my family growing up. I remember, you know, playing with everybody. I do also remember uh, if my dad ever tunes into one of these, which he probably won't, so uh, he'll never hear this story, but he lived it. Um, I was whipping his ass in, like, (laughs) NBA Live, like, 96, which, so just to date that, I was, like, probably, like, fucking five. And uh, I don't know, he would have been 30. And so I'm whipping his ass, and I distinctly remember him taking the cartridge, yanking it out of the thing, and just bouncing it off the wall. <laughs> so uh, I guess, you know, I I won the battle, but he won the war. Um, and then the last game that I, I can really think of that I just played like a shitload of with uh, some like, like kids when I was younger was Twisted Metal. And I just remember, like, the ice cream truck and the fucking clown head. You know what I mean? Like, that game was just Sweet so... Tooth. It was such a, like, it you was know? just such a, like, fun, badass, you know, go-kart type game where you're running into people. I don't know. I always liked that that growing up, too. So, let's shout out to a couple people on the page that uh, that also commented on this earlier. Top fan, Patrick Lozano. <laughs> Titan, Grand, Titan. Grand Theft Auto Titan, Vice Titan. City. MVP Baseball 05, the NCAA Football Series, Modern Warfare, and Mario Party. Also a clutch <laughs> game. Mario Party is... Daniel yeah. Coleman with GTA 3. King Griffey Jr. Slugfest. Yeah, <laughs> King Griffey Jr. Slugfest. Twisted died. Metal, Need for Speed Underground, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Let's do one more here. Maxwell DeHart, Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, Halo 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare... Modern Warfare. Man, I'm having a hell of a time saying that. Yonsi Double A Football and Red Dead Redemption. Very close to my own. Please, comment, let us know. Oh, another one just came in here from another top fan, Robbie Buckler. Mario Party, Mario Kart, Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask, 
Super Smash Bros, and Fallout. So, guys, if you haven't commented on it yet, go up to the page, like it, share it, follow it, and comment on the post so we can bring even more content to you. Yeah, these page engagements and the shares and the comments and everything have been epic. So thank you all, um, guys who are just starting out comment and the the guys who have been there since the first time we started doing this. Thank you so much for that. That's awesome. Yeah, we really do appreciate you guys. Like I said, I mean, we haven't got to do this as regularly as we wanted to while we've all been in lockdown, but, you know, use this time to have some more fun and bring some more laughs around with everybody. So we've got a little bit of time left. Our other post today was on the 90s Nickelodeon (laughs) TV shows, and I just want everybody real quick to go through the three that they picked so everybody can go out and make their own picks. Uh, Rocket Power, 100%, had to be on everybody's list for you wrong. Yes. Uh, all that for me, just because, like, it was, it was my first, like, I fucking love skit comedy. I, I will forever. It is my, like, the greatest thing to me. Like, Chappelle Show, that style of show, Key and Peele, like, I love that shit. And all that was, like, my first dip into that as a child. They would do that little skit comedy shit, and I loved that. And then Hey Arnold. I always liked it for whatever reason. I don't know, just like a quirky little shit show you watch. But Rocket Power to me was the greatest show like on that list, like a shooting. So I had Hey Arnold. I, I related to Arnold on that show for whatever reason. Football head. <coughs> yeah. Weird shaped head. Moving football head. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I always go back to the episode where Arnold and Gerald are a banana and a strawberry. In oh, the, man. Yeah. And Stoop Kid's afraid to leave the stoop. <laughs> I can picture that episode too. Legends of the Hidden Temple, Go Red Jaguars. I think it was Red Jaguars. Oh my God! Now I've. Oh, you gotta look up those things. I'm gonna look. I got you right now. Yeah, yeah. Nick's, Nick's got me. Up, so, uh... Nickelodeon goods was my third. Because man, getting a piece of that aggro crag and that that would have been the greatest thing ever to win that. And uh, those, those are my three. I loved Rocket. I loved all those shows, and I felt bad. Great. Leaving any of them off, but those were three I picked. You said Red Jaguars, correct? Yeah. You had it what right. Else we, what else we got? So we had, we had the Red Jaguars, the Blue Barracudas, the Silver Monkeys, the Green Monkeys. The green Monkeys, damn it. The Orange Iguanas, the Purple Parrots, and the Silver Snakes. Silver Snakes. I 100% a Green Monkey. That would be my team. Yeah. I never watched a single episode of that show. It was epic. Oh, which is one of my top three. I'll go ahead and jump into mine real quick. Um, that show was one of my top three. Rocket Power, obviously. Loved it. Loved it. Woogity, woogity, woogity. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And then my top one on there was Rugrats. Um, actually, I got a baby dill when I was like three years old for Christmas. And I still have that baby dill and hiccups and everything. I love that show. Rich, I had a video game of Rugrats. Big fan of Rugrats. I, I definitely had a couple of toys in the Rugrats video game. I think Rugrats is overrated. I think, I think you're, you're overrated. <laughs> oh, dude! Yeah. All right. My three are going to kind of fall over the same. Uh, Rocket Power, because like I said, Rocket Power has to be on your list. Woogie, woogie, woogie. The squid! <laughs> the squid. Yeah. Uh, once again, Legends of the Hidden Temple. That was my favorite show to watch. Anytime that was a I could watch it. Man. And Olmec. And I don't know. There's something about that game. It kind of, at times, it's kind of freaky. So I enjoyed it. Bring it back. They, all right. they did. And then my last one was, I gotta go with Mike and all that. Yeah, there you go. Who loves orange soda? Kel, Kel loves orange soda. soda. So guys, Fuck, I love guys <laughs> we're, we're out of time for today, but I thought to give the listeners a little treat as we go out, I thought we would all 
do the uh, Doug theme song on our way out. Ready? You ready? I don't remember it. We'll see you next week, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>